T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back here on uh, a Friday afternoon as we get ready for a Yankee uh, Rays series. Finally, first one of the season. The Yankees follow us uh, at uh, 6.25 uh, this evening as uh, they will play three down in Tampa. And the Rays have had a tremendous season. Their pitching has been just, even with Snell Hurt, their pitching has been sensational. Glasnow has been unbelievable. Uh, so their owner, Stu Sternberg, joins us now. Stu, welcome. How are you? Really well, Mike. Yourself. Good. Your team's been unbelievable. It really is. I mean, amazing what you've gotten out of your pitching staff. Remarkable. It was a uh, tremendous run in April we had and uh, and a great finish the last couple of months of last year, and it's continued. And, yeah, the pitching is it, – it's a, it's our first thing. First, second, and third, it's all about the pitching. Well, the, you know, last night I didn't know. I asked yesterday about a scouting report from Aaron Boone. He told me. I mean, I haven't seen him, but, boy, he's really – his numbers are outrageous. He is, yeah. We uh, we picked him up and when we traded Archer last July, right at the deadline, along with a couple of other guys, and our guys have been raving about him and have, have followed him. And fortunately for us, you know, we there are maybe there are a couple little tweaks, but he's got amazing stuff. And he was missing outside the strike zone by a little bit, and now he just seems to have put it together. But, you know, we'll see what uh, this week we brings. You know, last year everyone said, wow, how did they win 90 games with Mirrors? And then you took off and ran from both the teams with the Yankees, having been impressive with, by their own right with all the injuries they've had, what they've been able to do. But the Red Sox struggling. But there you've been running up top of the division the whole year. So you've, uh, you've made uh, last year look like anything but a fluke. Yeah, so far. It's, a, it's interesting. The... the our schedule to this point um, has been on the lighter side, I'd say, even though we played the Red Sox twice, we played the Astros, we opened up with them. Uh, but the interesting thing is the American League as a whole uh, is just not as, as, as strong as it was, let's right. say, up until the last couple of years. And it's a kind of odd because it's sort of switched. Like the National League went through that five- or eight-year period where there were five or six really good teams and then a bunch of weaker ones. And now you're getting to that. It's sort of swung on the American League side and – Fortunately for us, we're in a we're in a spot, uh, you know, here in 2019 and finishing 18, and maybe for the next couple of years, we're we're in pretty good shape. We're talking to the owner of the Rays, Stu Sternberg, about his team as the Yankees go visit. They'll see each other a lot uh, in the next couple of weeks. They haven't seen each other yet here. It's May 10th, and now they meet for the first time. Um, I went and looked your attendance up this morning at 13,000 per home game. Is that accurate? 13,100 something? Is that is that accurate? Yeah, the number's right, and it, it's kind of lumpy because we've, you know you have an opening day in there, you've got the Red Sox games in there, and then you've got afternoon. You know, April's always you've got afternoon games, Monday night. So you know, it's the way you get to 13, right? If, yep. if you had 13 every night, it's one thing, but when you have Eight one night and twenty another. You know, like the Yankee series this weekend. What will you do? That's what I wanted to ask. What would, if you if you average thirteen and that included opening day? What 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 will you average in the Yankee series this weekend? I would guess high teens, probably uh, close to twenty. It, uh, is is twenty? Uh, how many times will you go above twenty in a regular season? <laughs> uh, what, tell me what my record's going to be come, come <laughs> July, right? I mean, but uh, can you yeah. can you consistently do those kind of numbers or not really? Well, we can. We 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 ought to, but it's uh, you know it hasn't happened, and you know it's uh, it's an uphill struggle for us. But for me, 
I would take the winning and the kind of ball we're playing, you know, first, second, and third. The fans that come out are passionate. Uh, tons of people follow us on radio and TV as well, and, and you know, the, the Internet and every which way. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd rather win, like last year, I'd rather win 90 games averaging 13,000 than, than win 76 games and average 23,000. What, where are you stand now with everything as far as the future for the franchise down there? Where, where do you stand stadium-wise? And every, is anything going on right now? We had three years where we looked, uh, we found a place where we thought we could be uh, right outside Ybor City in Tampa on the other side of the bay. For those of you familiar with it, yep. you're probably 10 minutes from where the Yankees do their spring training. Yep. Uh, it couldn't come together. It just, uh, you know, look, at the end of the day, a lot of it comes down to money. And a lot of the reason you do these things is because you want to be able to attract more fans and sponsors and, uh, and everything. And it, we felt we had a much better leg to do it over there. But given the costs involved and the, the willingness for the, um, uh, the county over on that side, Hillsborough County and Tampa, uh, we just couldn't find an overlap to get something done. You know, anyone who uh, watches national politics hears about the I-4 corridor all the time, okay, and hears about Florida and how fast it grows and everything else. Is there any reasonable way to split the, the distance between you and Orlando and build something out on those roads that have been built out there between Orlando and you? I think it's four. Is that the highway? Is that what, exactly is it right. Four? Yeah, you hear about yeah. it on election night and, yeah. and other times. You know, that, that to me, uh, as we've thought about it, it's not here nor there. <clears throat> if you if you move it in between Orlando and Tampa, uh, you think of it as like a suburban stadium here, in, you know, in New York. Granted, right. it's not like you've got Manhattan or anything. And it, maybe you could compare it to northern New Jersey with the Nets, right? You're right. close to New York, but, you're, you know, maybe to other city, you know, parts of New Jersey, but you're not here nor there. And I think at this point, uh, and we've been there for a while, fans want more of a downtown experience want something that they're surrounded by other attractions as well. They want to be able to walk around. And they right. want to, exactly, exactly. Gotcha. And we yeah. had a, we had a, and, and something will get done with us. I mean, we, we're going to get something built at some point. And what we think, what we call it is a porous stadium where people can basically wander through and wander around it and into neighborhoods and into areas. We'd like it to be walking distance to businesses as everyone would. And there's no public transportation to speak of in Florida. So that's become an issue. You know, if you took it away from, Say with the Mets are, right? If there was no L train and there were no uh, Long Island Railroad, it would create a bit more of a problem to get there. Explain this to me. We're talking with the Tampa owner, and we, he does a great job with this franchise. The people on the show always hear me talk about it. But explain how you're able to, with your restrictions and in the division with two immortal franchises that are, you know, that print money, how were you able to compete with them year after year? I've got, I've been just incredibly fortunate to have some really really solid people you know working working with us. I mean that's really it's all it comes down to right. You take you take all the people out of it, and you know when, you know you're throwing darts at a, at a board basically. We we've had a. Well, why are you so good at scouting players? We we I would say this we're we're good at at pitching. At great, great at finding pitchers, absolutely. And, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trade you a pitcher that you wanted if your life depended <laughs> on it. I mean, you'd be That's, crazy. It's become a problem. That end of it's become a problem. Well, why? <laughs> if, Tampa calls, if Tampa calls and likes your pitcher, you better start reexamining your pitcher. Yeah, we've given some up that have, that have turned out pretty well, too. This kid Marquez in, uh, in, in Colorado. But, you know, there were some out there. We've, we've had some. But my guys, from the, from the very beginning for us, and I guess it's similar to football, right. similar to basketball, you could control the defensive side of the ball. 
And we are just, we do everything we can, and we just look at his run prevention. It's both pitching, it's the And catchers, defense. And, and versatility in your players, if you can get it, right? right. You want versatility in your players. That's what you're looking for more than anything else, right? Yeah, that's, it's helpful. Like, we, we, you know, we see it when a guy, like, we, you know, when, when a position goes down and you can swing somebody over and really platoon lefties, righties, and, and basically it's putting guys in a position where they, they could succeed, that maybe they're not 150-game guys, 400, 500 at-bat guys, but if you can get them 260 at-bats in the right spots, then it sort of works. And it's hard for you to keep guys and turn them into, you know, legendary figures because, I mean, it comes to a point where they get too expensive if they're good, like a Longoria. We, yeah, well, look, we had Longoria for a long time, and, and we traded him, and, uh, you know, it, 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 at that, we, we would have... And he him. hasn't been the same player either. No, but, you no. Know. Well, we, we, look, it was nothing. It was the hardest thing we've done was trading Evan. Uh, but for us, you know, we do have to make some really difficult decisions for the franchise. And we just felt, and we, we were pretty certain it was in our best interest. Gives us a little more flexibility, you know, from a money standpoint. So we allocated, let's say, that money. I don't want to say it directly, but we we signed Charlie Morton this year. We probably, in all likelihood, would not have had the ability to do that. Morton's been a solid pitcher for us so far. Oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, absolutely been terrific. I mean, look at all your. Do you wheel out guys every night? Look what you're wheeling out in this series. You wheel out guys every night that are just terrific pitchers, including the Cy Young Award winner who came up with a. I guess it was what a broken finger. Is that what it was? So he dropped a oh, broken toe. That's he, what it was. He dropped broken something. Toe. Yeah, he drops. He, he was moving. He just moved something in his in his home, and he dropped something on his toe and. Fortunately for us, I mean, it could have been a lot worse, but uh, he missed two starts, and then it took him a couple of other starts to sort of get acclimated again, and uh, the last game he was, he was just a wonderful thing. He was back to being himself again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, the numbers are unbelievable. I mean, the pitching numbers for your team, you got three guys that have whips on the you – three of, of, your, of your four main starters got whips on the one. I mean, that's hard to do. It, you know, we, obviously I see every game, and, you know, you, I don't want to – we never take it for granted – but you go out there and we get sort of, you know, we give up two runs in an inning. It's, it's really, uh, you know, it's an anomaly. And, uh, but, you know, this, then now we'll come to this series and we'll probably give up ten runs three times. Who knows? Well, listen, you know, uh, I don't know if the Yankee lineup right now can do that but against your pitching, but we'll see. We're talking with Stu Sternberg. Tonight it's two of, the, two of the six game winners in baseball. There's only three right now, and two of them are Glasnow and Ramon. So how about that? I mean, guys you would not have thought about this year being the two to three guys who have six wins on the season. And Glasnow right now uh, with a one four seven ERA and 46 strikeouts, uh, you know, as just been terrific. Herman's been terrific for the Yankees, no question about it. So, a uh, good matchup there of unlikely guys who have been at the top. Uh, talk about this for a second. Uh, you study this now. You watch every game, as you said. You're obviously a bright guy. Uh, your commissioner wants to. He's worried about attendance. He's worried about uh, a lot. First of all, what is your read on four percent down last year? Ten teams being down this year. Uh, is there something that worries you about attendance in baseball? You're always concerned, obviously, how many people come in through the gate. Uh, for me, I'll, I'll give you two reads on it. Right? For us, it's a vis-a-vis. It's a, it's a relative sort of thing. And you and I go back to a point where a team you know, wanted, like the Yankees even, right? The Mets, mm-hmm. they wanted to get over a million fans, right? 1970, yep. 73, four, that was the benchmark. Two was never, you know, was just right. out, of, out of control. And then the Dodgers used to push towards three. The Blue Jays all of a sudden went towards four, right? And teams started marching toward those two and a half, two, three, three and a half million fans. Even when the stadiums were large, Cleveland's, you know, seated 60, 70 million, uh, 70,000 people. Yep. The, the Rockies, you know, 90,000. 
So, uh, you know, again, it's not to, again, I'll get to it, it's two separate things. So baseball has, has driven the attendance up dramatically from what it was back in the 70s, you know, the golden No question. Age. When you think of the 50s, you'd think they oh. were a huge, uh, they, they, they drew huge numbers, they drew a 1-1. Now, if that, I mean, Ebbets Field, the Dodgers' last yeah. game in the teens, maybe. I don't know yep. the number, but I'm sure, you know, fans out there know it. Yankees uh, never drew four until A-Rod was there. First time they ever, they only drew four twice in their life. That was it. And that's a stunning number to get. To. You think 80 games with the cold, with the rain, with the heat, to get 50,000 a game is just. So, so, to, to, so the two, two points, to come off of that a little bit is not is not atrocious, right? Right. But I do think two things have happened here. One, we went through a period for 15 years or so where there were new stadiums opening every year, each and every year. And they've, they've got it, you know, whether it was the Twins, uh, you know, from Camden on, on to right. Minnesota. And they have that two, three-year life. So you always got that bump. So a new stadium's a draw. New stadium, absolutely. Okay. But you know, past that, I would tell you in, in frankness, from uh, I, <laughs> and I had to put it in this way, uh, attendance numbers potentially years ago, or, t- or even not that long ago, might have been a touch inflated. Gotcha. You know, and everybody always said, you know, how many came, you know, sometimes you'd measure how many come through the door, how many tickets did you sell, right. which is more important, how many did you distribute? So I think teams over the last three to five years have, you know, you know be, you guys have gotten more serious about this and look at it and say, look, I want to know, I want to stick to one particular number. This is what our, where our announced attendance is, and that's what it is. You saw a fall off with the Marlins dramatically, right. uh, you know, the last year. And one team, you know, losing four or 500,000 fans in a particular year in 70 million, you know, that could, it makes up, you know, you could get 1% just for two teams falling off. So, you know, it, it's not, it, it, it's an issue. Baseball is focused on it. But the, the most important part is it's still, of all the sports, by far the most affordable sport, the most approachable sport, the one where you can have all the price points, you know, without the, the you know, the crazy, crazy stuff. You can still bring a family, you know, I would say eight, 8 to 80, right? You can have an 8-year-old, an 80-year-old, and everybody in between sit with each other and talk about it. And, and you know, whether it's a hot dog, a beer, a soda, Cracker Jacks. And you don't have to come 20 times. You know, you go to your, I don't know if you were a kid. And I remember my dad was like, which game? No, listen, I, I, if I got there, we were poor. If I got there once a year, twice right. a year, that was a lot. I went with my, my little dad, league yeah. once a year. I got there once. Yep. I didn't have a dad. I got there once a year yep. if I was lucky. Did you go with the, like, the church? Or the I went with the little league. Yeah. went with the little league the every little league, year. Right. Yeah. School. Yeah. So, you, you, you know, it was, that, it was the one or two games a year. And quite frankly, that's enough. You know, it's not about people coming to 10, 20 when those fans are imperative for us. But it's really about people, you know, the moms and the dads at the beginning of the year trying to find the game that the family of four could go to. And they could do it for under 100 bucks. Uh, and uh, so I think baseball is going to be fine. It's an incredible sport for those, you know, it's a, it's, it's a little, it's like a combination of soccer and, and basketball in a way. You know, there's, a, there's enough going on, but by the same token, it's still a, a chess match in a sense. What do you think about the idea of uh, having to compete with the people who now have better TVs at home, entertainment centers, the ability to wager pitch per pitch, the whole thing, and all that, is that something you have to compete against and, and have to try to deal with as far as getting people out to the games? I think, look, to me, I think it's something that uh, anything that will bring people's interest to, to watch the game, so the bigger, better, sharper the TV, uh, TVs are and the, and the delivery, and, and when you can watch it, if you're out, uh, you know, you're, you're walking your dog and you've got your little iPad with you and you want to yep. watch an inning, whatever it happens to be. People, you know, you're waiting for your kid at the, you know, outside of school or whatever it is. 
the the more approachable. I, I think that's that's great. You the think more, engagement is good? The, you you said it. You, you, that's why you do that for a living, right? Yes. Uh, the engagement is great because again, it's about getting people wanting to see it live, get out and 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 smell the place, see the once or twice a year. It's it. I, and I don't think that it's taking away from people coming once or twice a year. Betting isn't as big in baseball as it is, as it is in the other sports, but how do you see betting fitting into your game? It's coming, and it's it's going to come. It's going to come relatively quickly. And I think it's at the end of the day, while it might not, and it certainly won't be football on a on a gross basis because of the way that you know right. the sports sets up. It's going to be. I believe, and, and some believe, the most active sport as far as betting is concerned because the way outcomes are derived. It's enormous. It's almost like the same. You can rec- recreate the games that they played on the corner in Brooklyn as kids. That is, you know, take th- take his three or two odds on what guy to get two hits in the game, get three exactly. hits in the doubleheader, whatever it may be. That's what, I mean, you, that's an endless supply in baseball. You can do it inning after inning. Exactly right. Remember, you used to sit around and say, oh, who yeah. do you think, I think so-and-so's going to hit a home run tonight. We, we had that's one it. of our guys earlier this year, you know, they're, they're on deck, and you'll see somebody say, hey, I'm going to hit a ball to right, you know, hit, a, hit one out for you, right? And, and it's an at-bat by at-bat. It's how many innings is the pitcher going to go? How many strikeouts is he going to have? It is It's endless. And and once it gets to the phones, not that I'm a big fan of betting because at the end of the day, it, it, it you know when you have when you have casual betting, it's it's great. It creates some interest, but as we know in society, it does create a lot of ills. And uh, you know as long as it's kept casual in a reasonable fashion, I think it creates more interest in the game. Certainly, without without it, football would be, you know, would have a different following. You know. Uh, but but I think if 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 done casually and done to keep the interest in the game, and interest in the players, and I, I expect it's going to be a very big part of baseball, uh, you know, after the next couple of years for decades to come. Talking with the Reds, uh, the owner of the Rays, uh, Stu Sternberg. All right, give me your view of the Yankees and the Red Sox, who have now hit 500. The Yankees, a couple games behind you. Give me your opinion of uh, the two monsters in your division on what you think about their seasons. Look, the Yankees have been. I think anybody that's watching it has got to be a Yankee fan. You got to be ecstatic, right? Amazed, amazed, really. Yeah. To be and honest. and, yes. and the, the funny thing is, knowing New Yorkers, if they were four games worse, they'd be worried, you know, beyond belief at this point. So <laughs> it's amazing how few games make a difference. But you find these other players, and a couple of those guys will make a huge difference. You know, some some of the guys who are hurt. Um, you know, you couldn't have expected much of Ellsbury anyhow. Gregorius, they knew it coming into the season, so right. it wasn't like one of these things where, like, we've lost our two catchers in the last four days. You've really got to scurry around. When oh, you hard. Your catchers, Very right? hard, yes. If you lose, you know, Tolowitzki was, you know, it was only an upside bet. You're waiting for something to happen, so... But you have lost, you know, obviously Judge. Hey, they've lost Judge, Stanton, Hicks. They've yeah. lost Severino. They've lost Patances. I mean, they've that Paxson's on there now. I mean, they've had so many; it's unbelievable. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they look. They're, they're it's when they come back. Obviously, they are probably the you know the best as we would think about it before the season is good, if not better than any other team in baseball. What do you think of the Red Sox? Red Sox were. It's interesting with the Red Sox, and, and when they won it in 2013, they won it last year. They're a team that 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 has done it, and everything on every cylinder fires. They pick up a player, whether it's Avaldi and Pierce, uh, you know, Avaldi from us, Pierce, who we used to have certain guys, and they just have these career years or career uh, whatever for them. And you know, to the tip of the hat to them, 
uh, and the next year, few they of them fall, fall apart. Yeah, fall, they fall short apart. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's a little difficult. They, you know, they 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 spent the fortune obviously again this year. They lost their closer. Uh, you know, they got price out. Porcello's not. Sale obviously hasn't been what he is. And you know, we saw it after '08. We had a huge hangover effect after the World Series. The Mets saw it again. When your pitchers go deep into October. With the number of innings they throw, not just that, but also they don't have the the recovery time. You know, they, these pitchers start to throw again come January, and and the world the guys who've been in the World Series they start to baby them a little bit, and they have a hard time starting the season. And some of them never quite get started. Good point. Good point. Well, your team's done an amazing. It's had an incredible start. Uh, we've been pointing to them playing the Yankees for a while, you know, because you guys have been out there and everyone's calling saying, oh, the Rays, the Rays, the Rays. And we're like, hey, we know they do it, but, you know, they do it honestly with pitching. That's the one thing, because you, one thing you got to respect is any team that can pitch, and you guys can pitch like crazy. So you pitch and catch the ball, you're always in the game. So and that, that's exactly how you guys right. are. Yeah, exactly right. Well, listen, good to talk to you as always. Thanks. Can I give a quick shout-out yeah, sure. to my go friend, ahead. Mike go ahead. Shapiro, who's going through some tough time right now. Go ahead. Hey, go ahead. Tell, and, and where, where's he from? He's, he's Belmore, Belmore, Long Island. All right, so uh, so uh, we send our best to him. Thank you, Michael. The best to you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for calling me on. My pleasure. Bye Thanks. Sure. Stu Sternberg and to his friend Shapiro, hey, you know what? We wish Godspeed and uh, good luck with whatever's going on. Back after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.